Subway's new $4.99 Italian Hero Panini tastes great. Crisp ciabatta loaded with spicy capicolo, rich mortadella, and bold Genoa salami. And it looks great. Grilled golden brown on our panini press. But what does the Italian Hero Panini sound like? Just hold it up to your ear and listen. Ah, now that is one great sounding panini. Subway's new Italian Hero Panini. Only $4.99 for a limited time. At participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras. Price of participation may vary. Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. How's everybody on this fine day? It is September. Yay! Kind of. I wasn't really delighted with back to school. It wasn't I wasn't delighted. But, you know, I had a great summer. A great summer with my kids. So it was a little bittersweet. I really missed them yesterday. We'll see how today goes. I was 
you know, also a little nervous yesterday because we made some changes in our world and the kids went to a new school. And so I wasn't sure how that was going to go. Yeah. So I kind of drove myself a little bit crazy. Um, I really wanted to text them and find out, but I held off. I decided, you know, they'll be fine. I needed to not, you know, become a part of their little stuff. They, they're capable. It's hard as a parent sometimes, though. And so I didn't. I didn't text them until the very end of the day, and they didn't even look at their phone anyway and text me back. And they came home excited and happy, and so that just relieved any, you know, pressure I put on myself or that parental guilt. Yeah, good times, good times. We are so mean to ourselves. So September energies. I like the back-to-school energy that's created because it feels fresh. It feels exciting. It feels like new adventures, new beginnings, way, way more than in January. It's that collective energy of, you know, the whole group. So if you ever doubt that group energy doesn't have a powerful impact, just feel what you're feeling right now about kids going back to school. Kids, adults everybody. September just feels fresh. You're just getting back into routine. I like it. I like it. So um, if you've been listening, you know that in September I like to set intentions and goals because the energy just feels like it supports it for this time of year. And I like to set some tangible goals and I also like to set some, you know, experience or energy goals. You know, what would I like to create? What would I like to feel like? What what would I like to challenge myself with in this next year? Right now, my world's all about love and weddings. Most of my weddings are booked September and October this year. Kind of interesting, isn't it? September has become love month. <laughs> I get to do um, some different kinds of ceremonies, some interesting ceremonies. So that's pretty exciting. It's all about the love. So for the last, hmm, I don't know, time is weird to me. The last few months, maybe even years, I've underwent a personal transformation. Physically, too, because I went from a brunette and now I'm blonde. Blonde was kind of by accident. I was going for that silvery look that's popular right now, but my hair said no because we tried it and it was ugly. Yeah, didn't love it. So I went back to um, the blonde because my hair grows in like white, white blonde. I'm saying blonde, but really it's white. It just makes me feel better to say blonde right now. Not quite ready, not quite ready, people. Anyway, so this transformation physically was just an outer manifestation of what I was going through spiritually and energetically. So I had some experiences that went, huh, what, why? And there were some patterns that I knew I had. And every time I thought I dealt with it and changed the way I reacted and perceived, uh, something would happen to show me that I was mistaken. 
I hadn't dealt with it, or I did, but there was it was still work to be done. So I tend to do research and ponder, and I would I like to understand why people do what they do, including myself. Why do I react the way I react? Why do I do what I do? What's my motivation? What's my intention? Just why? Oh, because I want to know more. And I wanted to let go of this pattern that kept popping up. And I didn't know how. And every time I thought I did, I would be shown that I didn't. But that's not entirely true either. I did. It just was... Um, a pattern that I have that's probably never going to not be around. It's one of those soul contracts, one of those patterns that I will be working through always. And that is something I had to make peace with, and I didn't like it. The shadow part of me is like, all snarly, and why do I have to keep doing that? It's their fault, because it's to do with other people. It's their fault. Really? I mean, even when I was, like, snarly in the moment saying that to myself, I never said it out loud to them. I knew that that wasn't true, that that was my reactionary, wounded child saying, no, I'm having a temper tantrum right now, and this is what I think, and this is how I feel. And so I thought, all right. See that big heavy sigh? It sucked. Sucked isn't quite the right word. In the moments it did, sure. I thought, okay, let's um, let's take a different approach. Let's reevaluate because it the same situation, like the energies it created and my reactions, happened more than one time, all in one week. Different players, and I'm internally grateful to all of them for showing up and being part of this, even though. It was a completely uncomfortable and at times ugly for everybody involved. But I do wish to acknowledge that, thank you. I mean, our relationships are totally different and we don't, you know, have a close relationship anymore, but I thank you for that. As much as I had to grieve the fact that there wasn't the close relationship now that, you know, I've had months and months and months, probably even a couple of years of perspective on it, there was just a few situations that could all fit the same bill. I get it, sort of. <laughs> I'm sure I'll never totally get it, and that's part of my learning this time, my soul contracts. I don't, I'm not supposed to get it. I'm supposed to just keep working through it every time it happens. Makes sense? It's one of those patterns that keeps reappearing because it's a soul pattern. It's a soul contract. I'm totally enchanted right now with Caroline Mace and her um, sacred, sacred contracts and her archetypes. I'm doing a course with her about shadows, with our shadow sides, because I thought I want to know more. I want to try to understand. I want to understand why I do what I do, why I react that way, why I let this bother me, why I don't let this other stuff bother me. I wanted to know my shadows. And so I did take a step back. Uh, if you notice, I don't write as many blogs. 
I still do the radio show, though. It's been five years. I've been doing the radio show just as long as I've been doing weddings. Kind of a cool synchronicity. But I took a step back from writing because I was in the habit of writing out my stories and the things I was experiencing and how I solved them. And this one was too big because it wasn't going to be a quick solve or a quick fix. And I also wanted to do an experiment. I wanted to see if I stopped blogging and writing the stories about my experiences, because they all had to do with people, right? Because that's my sole contract is relationships. And I thought if I stop writing about them, will less happen? Because perhaps, maybe, let's consider I was attracting some of the situations simply to have something to write about. Dun, dun, dun. Something to talk about. Something to share. And so I wanted to check. Has less happened? Yes. Has crazy situations still happened that I don't understand that I'd like to blog about? Yes. And I probably will eventually. Or maybe I'll put it all in a book. That'd be fun. I just wanted to know. I wanted to know if I was attracting extra. My life is a lot more peaceful. There is less drama for sure. And that was a subconscious thing. I wasn't consciously attracting situations so I'd have things to write about. But subconsciously? Because it made me more interesting, didn't it? Been pondering that one for quite some time. <laughs> I know, it's, it, it took me a while to like untangle how I felt about that. Because, you know, my ego was like, no, that's not what's happening, right? Because we don't always want to take a close look at our responsibility in situations. Right? It's, it's more challenging. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know, a year ago, I challenged myself to try to understand this better. Understand this pattern that I had, that I, I've known that I've had it for a very long time. It's one of those things that keeps reoccurring. And I keep trying to sort it out for myself, and it keeps showing up. It always shows up slightly different, which is awesome, right? But the foundation is the same. And so we'll see. I will update you after I finish all this shadow work that I'm heavily invested in right now. So, And I'll tell you how it worked out, if I felt um, like it was productive, if I felt like it made a huge change. I do know that all my retreating and pondering and thinking and figuring this all out has made a profound impact on my life and how I experience the world. I have found a lot more peacefulness. And the universe is amazing, right? It is so magical. Because now that from my perspective right now today, I can look back on the last two years, two or three. I know, again, time has no meaning. And I can see how all the puzzle pieces were presented to me to be put into place 
to snap the complete picture that can only be seen in hindsight. Because I've also had some experiences where if I wouldn't have done the work on myself that I did, would not have been as positive as they were. And I still have more coming up. For that, I am deeply grateful. I chose consciously to invoke the energy of grace to handle the situations, and it worked. Were they still sticky, messy? Of course, right? They had those pieces. But was I upset or not having a good experience because of it? No. It made the experiences that more robust. I was able to see things from a different perspective than I ever have before. And it was so amazing. Worth it. Completely worth it. The taking the time for myself. I mean, this summer has been so hectic. And I had to... um, reschedule clients often. Some of them we still haven't managed to make it work because my energy was in such a space that I couldn't bring my A game to the situations. And one thing I do know about me, if I can't bring my A game to a situation when dealing with a client, we're rescheduling because that's not fair to you and it's definitely not fair to me. Does that make sense? We're really being poked and prodded to become aware of our own selves. I mean, we've always been poked and prodded, but now it's bigger. And our shadow sides are coming out. And we can no longer pretend they don't exist. We can no longer ignore them. And there is beauty in that. Because the more you get to know yourself, the more you trust, yourself and the universe, and the more intuitive you get. That's the payoff. So my family, we got to make a dream come true that we've been wanting, we'll just say forever, and we built a barn. And this barn is going to be for calving. I get to ride my horses in it. I mean, not all at the same time because it's not that big. But it's beautiful, and it's such a a dream come true that we still don't believe it's there. Luckily, it's red, <laughs> so I can look out my kitchen window and see it and go, yeah, it's still there. That was real. It was one of those manifestations that came through years of hard work, some luck, Um, a situation, too, where we could have made a different choice and been financially rewarded in the future quite well, but this choice, doing it the way we did, worked out better for us because we got the bar now, plus even though financially we would have got at least twice, if not more, the stress and the strings were not worth it. 
So my point is we're being shown, we're being called, we're being presented with situations where you get to choose the outcomes, get to know yourself, and basically walk your talk. And the bonus that comes out of it, out of all that learning and doing all of that, is grace. You're able to be in this world more peaceful. I had to deal with, like, contractors and different um, companies doing different things for us when we were building this barn, and it was, it was busy, super, super busy, hectic, making sure everybody had what they needed, answering questions, keeping an eye on the process. I didn't love it. I said to my husband after, let's never build a house together ever like let's just either get a pre-ordered one or something like stick building a house together let's not do that we worked well together and it was okay but I didn't love it my husband and I did fine but the sometimes I had to just hand the whole thing over to him to deal with some stuff because you know in our world there's still those companies or those people who are not delighted to deal with a woman and I have to navigate that in our agricultural industry all the time. And I do. I can. It's, it is what it is. I do my best to change what I can, but I also don't fight it or let it bother me. I know how to navigate around it. And that's the thing. I feel like the last few months have been setting us up to know how to navigate, Right? To know things are not going to go your way all the time. To know that manifesting is not as easy as it used to be. I have to tell you, I noticed that when I'm manifesting now, I manifest better and make things happen when I get mad. Because I'd be stomping around out in snowbanks, calving, and saying, I want a barn. I did a lot. And I looked where I wanted it to be, and I visualized it there, and then I stomped off and you know, save the calves and did what I needed to do. But there was a definite energy of stomping around angry, and it worked. There was something else, too, that I just did not that long ago, and I phoned my mom and I said, okay, this is so strange, but here's the deal. I can now manifest when I get mad, when I get completely pissed off about something and I'm really not loving the way it's going and there is a solution, if I could just make it happen, and then it happens, I make it happen. Actively pursuing in a totally different manner than I used to. So if you try that and it works for you, please let me know. I do have to say that nobody else is involved in my pissed offness. Like I'm not screaming at anyone. I'm not mad at any people in this process. I'm mad at a situation and I want something to happen that would, if it did, it would resolve it or help it in some way, that's what's working. Weird, right? It's the energy, like, globally right now. There's a lot of shadows coming out. Um, I'm sure you've noticed in your relationships with other people, there's just people doing things that you never thought they would do. There's people getting um, angry and being extreme about it, because I want to qualify that. Getting mad 
it's not like that extreme anger. It's just, okay, you know, I wish I could remember my other example because it was like something way simpler, and it worked. I got mad about something, stomped around out in my pasture, and then something just fell into place to solve the problem. I know, I wish I had my example. If I think about it, maybe I'll, I'll write that on my Facebook page. I remember. Because, oh, by the way, did I ever mention that I'm in, like, menopause, too? So, huh? Squirrel, moose, forget what? What'd you say? Yep. School shopping with the kids. I totally had that old lady moment in this trendy store buying them stuff. And I had to, what did you say? Huh? What did you say to the clerk? Because the music was loud and I couldn't hear her and I couldn't be at the right angle to read her lips, I guess. Yeah. As I was saying, what? Huh? more than one time to her and had her repeat things more than one time. Internally, I was laughing and saying, awesome. Here's my old lady moment happening. Turned 50 last month, and here we go. Woohoo! <laughs> so I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to find the humor and the value in it every single time. Yep. As an aside, too, that's the very same store. Some young kid eyed me up, up and down, and I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. Yay? (laughs) I'll take it as a compliment, even though I'm like, what? Say, what now, kid? Yeah, no. I know. I feel like I will embrace this old lady stuff really, really well, right? (laughs) I'm going to be one of those sassy, yeah, sassy menopausal ladies. I feel like I could pull that off. I'm certainly not going to fight the whole thing because, really, what's the point? Find the positives in it, right? <laughs> oh, man. The, um, another thing I really want to mention is how when a situation comes up and we're uncomfortable and we make ourselves deal with it, it resolves so much quicker. And then it's done. So my example, of of course, is my kids going to their new school, having a great day, coming home, telling me all about it, being all excited, and now it's over. I didn't even think about them today. Like yesterday I was watching the clock, knowing what time they were getting on their transfer bus, what time they were getting to their school, wondering what they were doing, how they were handling it. I mean, I could feel that they were nervous and uncertain, but I didn't even, like, consider it this morning. Probably because they're not nervous and uncertain today at all. They know, I mean, they did it all yesterday. They know what to do today. It's also the energy of this month and then from now on is of paying attention to your experiences. Being there, experiencing what you're experiencing, And anything you need to untangle and unpack, doing it, doing it. Living. I've cut way back on social media. I mean, it goes against, you know, business practices when I'm supposed to be, you know, marketing and, you know, telling everyone about my business. And because I live in a remote area, I do it all online, all my marketing and stuff. And I took a step back from that because I wanted to focus on my ranch, my kids, the barn, and just myself. I wanted to unpack some things 
it did not affect my business. As soon as I'm, you know, have some clear time in my schedule and I want clients, they call. They call, they write. It has not affected my business, except for it certainly has affected me energetically. I'm calmer, happier. So if you need to do that, find a way to make it work for you. Taking a step back just to recharge and reevaluate. I'm on more now. As of yesterday when the kids went back to school, I noticed that I was more drawn to, you know, exploring things, looking at things, and that's okay. Because at one point in the last few months, I went, wait a minute. I built this business, and it's doing exactly what I wanted it to do. At what point do I not just say, yay, and enjoy it? perfect timing too because I had made that decision and then we got to build this barn so now I get to work with my horses inside this beautiful red barn so awesome and I needed the time to do that if I felt all that obligation to social media and advertising and all of those things it all takes time I wouldn't have as much time for my barn and my horses so Think about that for your own life. I mean, I social media is totally a distraction. It's a distraction I adore, though. <laughs> I do. I like connecting. I like reading other people's stories. I like learning about other people in that way. Yes, you have to sort through the stuff that's not good for you in the BS. Absolutely. But it's not a hard thing to do. And you can always completely walk away and take a break. We're being asked to notice our patterns, to notice everything, and that can be overwhelming at times. It's almost like energies of completing cycles. Yes, I know the conspiracy theorists are saying that this is end times because our shadows are coming up so hard. And, I mean, we can buy into that because global events are happening that we were are like, whoa, all these hurricanes. So devastating, so powerful, and we're helpless to stop them. And so we do what we can. You know, we donate, we pray, we help out but we can't stop the events. So if opportunities present themselves for you to look at your own life and see where you can help your own self, don't discount that. I really like Caroline Mace and the stuff that she's doing right now And one of the things that she said is the more you understand yourself, the more intuition you have. Everybody's intuitive, but not everybody trusts it. And I agree completely. I teach clients this all the time. But we tend to disregard the shadow parts of ourselves. And that's where the projection comes in. We project our shadow pieces onto other people in order for us to see them. But it's also 
I hate the word test for all of this, and I've had to get over that, get over my own self, because it is, there's no better word. It is a test. It's like an exam. It's like, okay, I'm seeing that's triggering me, what somebody else is doing there and saying, where can I look at myself? Why is it triggering me? Why am I upset about it? Why would I have such a reaction? Because when it doesn't affect us or doesn't ping us or doesn't involve us in any way, we don't really react. We can be that neutral observer. Our soul wants us to grow and learn and understand. That's why we're here. So here we are in September, new beginnings, fresh starts, an opportunity for us to decide what would we like to accomplish this year. I'm not sure what I want to accomplish yet. I'm still working on that. I know that I have reprioritized my whole life, and I've weeded out lots that just was more of a habit than a delight and just not working for me. And it You know, not all of it wasn't even not working. It was just another chore. Because when we're in it, we don't always see what we can let go of or change really simply sometimes until we do it. Until we're ready, we have that aha moment. I follow, you know, the shadow stuff in Caroline Mace for years. But I was never at a point where I was ready, open, and willing to do the work with the shadow that I am doing right now. I wasn't at that point, and that's okay. Everybody's journey is their own personal journey. My journey is not the same as everybody else's, and we need to stop judging ourselves. We need to stop competing. I'm also um, totally enamored with Kelly Deals. She has a Facebook group called We Are the Culture Makers, and it's about shadow aspects in marketing, um, the group just has such interesting conversations, and I have learned so much about cultures, about the struggles or challenges minorities have. I mean, I am an activist for the patriarchal BS. I don't like it. I coach clients through it. I coach myself through it. I struggle with the patriarchal energy of authority. I don't like it. (laughs) You know, if I really want to get something done, I just have to tell have a man tell me that I can't do it, I'll find a way. I have two big brothers, and so I know where it comes from. I have a pattern of that, and I keep that one. I like that one. You tell me that I can't, I'll find a way to make that, make you wrong. It's a pattern I have. It could be a shadow pattern. Absolutely, you can go that way. But it's one that I do leverage to my benefit, Right? Because one thing we have to be really, really aware of is thinking everything about us needs to be fixed and changed. It doesn't. My pattern of not loving 
patriarchal energies, I make it work for me. Some of my other patterns, I don't know how to make them work for me right now, so I work on changing how I deal. Does that make sense? You get to look at your own, right? And I'm totally fascinated with um, the archetypes. Caroline Mace has amazing information on that. And I'm working through figuring out my 12. And it's been fascinating. I mean, some of them I, I know, and so I, I get to own those. And some of them I'm not sure. I've had some surprises. So there's four that are, like, solid in everybody. And then there's eight that can be different for everybody. And I wouldn't say a struggle or a, it's a challenge, but it's so interesting to figure out my eight. So fascinating. And it's cool because as you work through all of the archetypes and the information, you can see in your friends which ones they have. And it's cool because it gives you another level of compassion. I've always known that everybody does what they do for their own reasons. I may not know their reasons, and even if I ask them their reasons, they might not consciously know their reasons, but they have them. And I love to uncover those reasons because it creates an awareness for ourselves that is priceless. And we have patterns that are soul contract patterns that are beneficial. Most everything is beneficial in some way, shape, or form. But I was totally in that negative thinking rut. I don't get there very often, and when I do, I have to hermit because I don't like it, and I don't like how it manifests for me. And I, need, I have to withdraw, hide, and sort through it all because my natural go-to vibration is happy. And it almost feels like a switch is flipped and I have to work through the crud until I can flip the switch back to happy. What's your default? I like peacefulness. I like um, just being able to go outside and recharge. And when I'm in the rut that I was in, and I was, I was negative thinking, the kids had a rough year at school, and it just it affected everything. I let it affect everything. And we, that's why we had to make some big changes. And then you, I mean, we're human, right? We second guess, we doubt, we're like, please, I hope it was the good I could change. But the thing is, the, the information that was presented to me from the universe around it, it was really no dramatic choice. It was pretty obvious what to do, but how often do we ignore that? How often do we second guess and stay in the same patterns because it's easier? It takes courage to make big changes because, you know, every time you do, there's bumps, and you know you're going to have to navigate and deal with those bumps, and we're not always comfortable with that. The payoff, though, is grace. 
It is. I have a family function this weekend that might be interesting. And so I will uh, let you know next week if my grace has truly paid off. <laughs> oh, I'm funny. I'm just being sassy. It is. Families are so awesome, hey? They teach you the most and make it the most challenging, but they're the ones you have the big soul contracts with too. And everybody has their reasons. And the thing is, you can even ask what their reasons are, but they might not always know unless they're willing to dig into their awareness and their consciousness and their subconsciousness and figure it out. Figure it all out. So when I was going through all this stuff, and, you know, some of it had to do with family, I wanted, that's when I decided I need to dig up my shadow sides. Because I don't feel like I fit in with my family most of the time. It's not an uncomfortable not fitting in. I mean, at times it feels that way, yes. But it's more of a, like, am I an alien? <laughs> Like, I I feel like I don't mesh. I don't see things the same way. And I have some people in my family that truly don't like me. And I have to be okay with that because the alternative is not pleasant, right? I'm courteous. I smile. I smiled at every one of them the last family function. They didn't smile or say hi back, and that's okay, because maybe they're not there. They're not ready. Because here's something else. In working and understanding, like, this archetypes and shadows, there is people in our lives that show up to be exactly what we need them to be in a way that's not pleasant for us. We also show up to them, for them, in a way that's not pleasant for them or for us, in order for everyone to learn lessons. We are that for people, too. Those people that don't like you, it could be because something you represent to them is triggering them in an uncomfortable way, and you have to find a way to be okay with that. Because at the end of the day, we're all connected. We... When we cross over, we're going to find out, wow, they're like our biggest advocates, our bestest friends, and they chose to take these roles for us for our learning. Because we don't learn when it's easy. But when it is easy, take the time to be grateful. Take the time to have those aha moments like, oh, yeah. I get to see a family member this weekend that's not my favorite. I struggle with people who like to manipulate, probably because I know I could do it, probably because I have. And so it triggers me, triggers shadow parts of me that I don't like, but I have to deal with. Make sense? And I'm going to choose grace because I am going to see what I can accomplished by choosing grace and compassion in dealing with this individual. And I'll let you know how it works. Might not. Might not work worth a damn. (laughs) And I might just revert back to old patterns. (laughs) Sarcasm and sassiness. 
try not to start a fight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. We shall see. But I'm going to try, and I'm going to pay attention because the universe and the energies will will guide us and show us what to do. We just have to pay attention, right? Don't get caught up in the emotions of it so you can have your guidance. I'm remaining hopeful. <laughs> good times, good times. Okay, so as always, not always, I do like to do guided meditations. And so today I feel like a chakra cleanse going to be perfect so let's do that I'm going to do it a bit differently I'm going to take you a little deeper this time and we're going to do a progressive relaxation first and then we're going to go into our chakra cleanse just because I want to shake things up I want to do things a little different challenge ourselves let's make it a really fantastic September as much as we can. Even when there's challenges and strife, let's find that grace and that compassion and let's get through it together. Relationships are going to be even more important. That's not the right word. We're going to become more aware of all our relationships because of the deep polarity and shadows of the world. It's for our own learning, and so let's, let's do it. Let's learn what we can and see how it goes. We're all in this together anyway. All right, so let's do this guided meditation, the chakra cleanse. Okay, I want you to wiggle a bit, shake off some of the energy. If I've made you think and ponder and go, oh, huh, just put it aside on a shelf for right now and unpack it after we do a chakra cleanse. And I promise you will have more clarity then. By the way, I'm proud of all of you for having the courage to look at yourselves more closely. We all know a lot of people in our lives that that aren't able to do that right yet. Right? It's just not time for them. And that's okay. Everybody's growth and development is at a different rate. And we need to try not to judge them or to help them too much. Let them figure it out. We will all be okay. It just may not be or happen in a way that we're accustomed to. I believe we got this, though. We wouldn't be incarnated here and now if we didn't. We chose it. We chose to experience it. Okay. So I want you to just sit back in your chair comfortably, wiggle a bit if you need to, and cross your legs. Let's close your eyes. Let's breathe deeply, taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you'll become more deeply relaxed. Just going to breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. After about, I don't know, third big deep breath, let's just concentrate on the top of your head you'll begin to feel heavy, and this heavy, warm, could be tingly, relaxation moves from the top of your head down over your forehead and eyelids and jaw. Deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. 
pay no attention to any sounds except for the sound of my voice. For these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you, but will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. This heavy but warm feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders, down through your back, through your arms to your fingertips, down through your chest area, deeply relaxing, and breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And the drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over, letting go, drifting down deeper and deeper and deeper. Arms, hands, and fingers are relaxing, feeling a numb, pleasant, tingling feeling through your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing, and this heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips, into your legs, moving down into your knees, heavier and heavier, relaxing, relaxing, deeply, deeply relaxing. This nice relaxation moves into your ankles, your feet, and into your toes. As you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, each count will represent deep relaxation, and you will feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you will go deep asleep. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply relaxed. You're going to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out from the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There will be two, one into the bottom of each foot. Those beautiful White balls of cleansing energy travel up your leg. You may feel a warm tingling sensation higher into your thighs. And then the balls of white light will join together at your pelvis, at your root chakra. We are going to clean that root chakra. This is the red ball of light. If you want to visualize or imagine it, but you do not have to. We're just going to clean it. Clean, clean, clean. All the energy. We're going to clean it by spinning it. And all the energy that's not helpful, not positive, is going to spin right off and get vacuumed up into the universe to be cleansed. Cleaning, cleaning you. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. All your worries about finances. Possessions, 
acknowledging that you have a right to be here. You are worthy. You have extreme value. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Perfect. Now that that's all nice and clean, let's move up to the sacral chakra. It can be an orange ball of light. Let's clean that. Oh, nice. Cleaning, cleaning. This is where emotional needs live, boundaries, joy. Feel what you're feeling. Don't dismiss your feelings. Don't talk yourself out of them. Feel what you're feeling and then let them go. Acknowledge and let go. Nice. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. You guys got this. All right, now that that's nice and clean, let's move up to your solar plexus chakra. This one can be yellow. Clean that ball of yellow light. Ooh, this is where self-esteem lives, power of transformation, self-direction, cleaning, cleaning. Our power is being challenged right now by our shadows. Let's just clean that so we can have clarity, we can have self-awareness, we can have understandings, ahas. And compassion for ourselves. Nice. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Let it all go. Cleaning, cleaning. Great. Nice. Nice. Good job. All right. Now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our heart chakra, the green one. Let's clean that one. This is where forgiveness lives generosity, love, I give, I care, I love. Join me in September being love month. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Nice. Have an open heart with boundaries, right? Boundaries are for you. Cleaning, cleaning. Sweet. Good job. Let's just do a little more. Cleaning, cleaning. I'm going to give you a bonus right now. Your eyes nice and closed. If you want it, I'm going to send you a beam of healing, energizing, white light energy for your heart chakra. If you would like that, just say yes. Nice. Good job. Nice and clean. Okay, now that that one is looking awesome, let's move up to our throat chakra. The blue one. This is where you express yourself, you communicate, you listen, your inner truth, being able to use your voice. Let's clean that one. And also knowing the difference between when it's time to use your voice and when it's time to just keep quiet. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Because sometimes it is just time to keep quiet. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. 
sometimes we have to make our voice louder than we are comfortable with to get people's attention. Cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Nice. So let's do a bonus for this one, too. If you want it, I will send you a beam of energy, white light energy full of clarity for your heart or for your throat chakra. I'm still sending the one to your heart, too, for anybody that wants it, so just so you know. Oh, yeah. Nice. Excellent. Good job. Good job. All right, now that one's all shiny. Let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our forehead. It's where telepathy, intuition, imagination lives. We're going to clean that one. Sometimes we overdevelop this one and we can lapse into a fantasy world. So let's just clean it and make sure it's right size. Nice. Good job. Cleaning, cleaning. Good job. Cleaning, cleaning. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. want a bonus for this one say yes to downloading the energy of knowing how to trust yourself Ooh, sweet good job all right let's go to the crown chakra located at the very top of our head it could be a pale violet let's clean that that's where our faith is right now we need our, we need our faith and hope so let's clean that nice Cleaning, 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 excellent. Good job. Perfect. Okay, now I want you to visualize or imagine that ball of light once again, just above the top of your head. And we're going to take that ball of light. If you visualize, you'll see the ball of light. If you just, if you like to imagine, you might just, you might feel it. We're going to move that down into the top of your head, down through your throat, down through your chest, down through your tummy, to your pelvis. Ball of light splits in two, down your thighs, past your knees, down your shins, into your feet, and out the bottoms of your feet, grounding, grounding, grounding deep into Mother Earth, keeping you solid, stable, connected, and clear. Deep into Mother Earth, keeping you solid, stable, and clear. Now I'm going to count from zero to five, and you'll become wide awake, feeling refreshed and relaxed. Zero, one, two, becoming aware of your room, three, four, and five. Wide awake, say your first name out loud. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.